0: Hello guys, welcome back to Ozzy's Corner, episode five. Today we're doing some scary stories and the mood is perfectly set by the ominous rain in the background. And there might be thunder, lightning, and second. I hope I don't lose power. But today we're doing scary stories. Might be one story, might be two stories. It depends on how long it takes me to tell the first story. But this will definitely be split into two parts. I will definitely include one of my friends. She wanted to be on but she, like we can't because I gotta get an episode out today. So basically, well, yeah, let's get right into it. So to give you guys some context, the story takes place in Bangladesh. And so if you guys don't know, I am the Gully and like Bangladesh is a very spiritual place, and like there's a bunch of djinns. If you guys don't know jinns, jinns are basically like they're spirits, and there's good jins and there's bad jins, and um, yeah. So, when my mom was, like, 16, um, her, our family home in Bangladesh. it's still, like, we still use it to this day, but it's renovated now. But back then, it was, like, very worn down. So, she was going to school. It was 5 a.m. She was going to school. And the building, um, like, there was three floors. The building had a ground floor. And, like, the ground floor had a lobby area. And the lobby area, like, led to the outside. So, there was two stairwells. And one stairwell went to the right side of the building, the other stairwell went to the left side of the building, and so my mom, she, my mom's side of the family, she lived on the left side of the building, and my mom used to go to school, at like, 5 a.m., and one night, or well, one morning, I guess, one morning, she was going to school, and... She was walking, and then it was pitch black outside. Like the stairwell was dark, but my mom was walking. I, I think she was either walking to school or she, like, went by car. So she was walking, and she was trying to go down the stairs. And, like, the, the lobby area, it's, like, lit up by, like, a single light bulb. So, like, you can see, but it's, like, barely you can see anything at all. So when she was walking, she saw this little girl in the corner of, like, the end of the stairwell leading to the right side of the building. little girl was she had like pigtails and she was like wearing all white she had like a white dress on and she had like a ball in her hand and so like the girl my mom was like who are you like tumike which is like who are you in bangla she was like tumike and my mom was like i'm which means play with me in bangla and my mom was scared shitless like my mom went back upstairs and she denies this story to this day but i remember like she told me this like when I was younger, but like she messes around with you me now. And so she went back upstairs, she told her her father and her father went to go check it out and like she was gone. And then my mom would see this little girl, Like re- it'd be like reoccurring, she saw her like three or four more times. And like, after like my mom turned like 18 or something like that, she the girl was just gone. So flash forward to me, 2010, 2011-ish, I was like eight or nine. And I went to Bangladesh. And so I went to Bangladesh and we were going on a road trip and I was staying in my grandmother's house. And what had happened is that I got up early and then they were like, oh, we're trying to like, you know, load up the car. Do you want to put your stuff on? And I was like, sure. And so I was by myself and I was getting my stuff and I was walking down those same stairs and in the same exact corner, I saw a little girl. So naturally, I was like, "Who is this? Like, maybe it's some girl that shouldn't be outside." Because like, she was like five or six, and I was like, "Wait, why is she here?" So I was like, "Oh, Tumike, like, who are you?" And she's like, "Oh, Amash the Kello," which is play with me, and i was like oh hell no so like the girl was like laughing and she was like amash te the killer, i kello amash the fellow, play with me play with me play with me and i went to go tell my cousin my eldest cousin and he was like who are you talking about there's nobody there i was like what the hell and like i was like did you not hear me Talking to somebody because this girl was loud as fuck, bro. It was like it was like five in the morning, she was loud as hell. And like my cousin, he was like, No, I didn't hear anybody, I just heard you screaming. And to this day, I'm so frightened by it like, What the hell? I don't know, like, it's just crazy to me because. And I do believe in, like, tell me if you guys believe in jinns, because I believe in jinns. I believe in ghosts, I believe in jinns, I believe in demons, I believe in all that. I don't care what anybody says, I'm Bengali, I was, like, raised on these kind of stories. Like, I will, I believe, if you tell me a ghost story, I will 100% believe it. So, yeah. um, I saw that girl, like, one time, but I told my mom about it, like, a couple years later, like, three, four years later. And then my mom told me the story of her side. So maybe I'm like, oh, maybe it's a... It's a ghost that runs in the family. I don't know. Maybe it's a tradition. Maybe my kids will go see that ghost. I don't know. I never caught her name, though. <laughs> and, like, I don't know. Supposedly, jinns are very... good-looking, and they're tall. And they got backwards feet, which I don't know what the fuck is up with that. But, um... Yeah, oh my god. It's so ominous outside. Jesus Christ. And, like yeah I never like saw the gin ghost thing, whatever you wanna call it again, and I don't want to see her to this day, but like that's like one of the first paranormal encounters I've had, and that was like ten, so yeah, it's been a hard life, but um, this next story. Which I guess I have time for. Um, this next story is about my sister. So, again, as in Bangladesh, it was not, it was in my dad's side of the family this time. And my dad's side of the family, they live in like a, it's like a, um, it's like an par- no, apartment, it's a condominium building flat flat that's what they call them balance flats um so yeah my my sister was like gosh i don't know she was she was in high school i think i think so um she had gotten in into an argument with my mother and like so the house so basically what happened let me give some context so what happened is the we my grandma she lives on the seventh floor of the building and we don't own this building solely. there's other people that live around so yeah so we own the seventh building and like we own two flats two condos whatever you want to call it and we so there's three um flats on each floor and we owned two of the flats on the floor so, the, there was a flat onto the left, there's a flat to the middle, and there's a flat to the right of the elevator. So, the flat to the right was an empty flat, and we owned that, and that was just there because we, uh, my family was coming in from America. And the flat in the middle was my grandmother's house, and that's where, like, everybody was. So, my sister, she got mad at my mom for some reason. I don't know, I was, like, seven at the time. And um, she had gotten mad at my mom. And, like, my sister went to the empty flat. The There was no furniture in that flat, flat. It was just beds and lights and one rocking chair. So, I slept with my parents at the time. I don't know why, but I just did. But my sister slept by herself. And she went into her room, and she locked the door. She was very upset. And she went to the door, she took a nap. And nobody went in to go get her or anything like that. And a couple hours passed by. And she got up and, like, she was, like, done being mad or whatever. And she was done being mad. And then she got up and then she found that the door was locked. And the thing about this door is that it's a door that can only be locked from the inside. With the button. But it can also be locked from the outside. With a key. So regardless if the button is pushed. If you don't. If the outside block is locked. You are stuck in there until somebody unlocks it. So. My sister gets up. She tries. She's hungry or something like that. And she like. Tries to go and open the door. And. She can't. Because it's locked. So naturally my sister's scared she's like oh what's happening so she tries to go for her phone it's a little flip phone you know Bangladesh people nokia and all that so like she tries to call but like there's no service and like she starts like slamming the door she's like hey let me out let me out let me out let me out like nobody's hearing her because like it's far off from the other like from where everybody else is it's a good like 100 150 feet and it's like there's like three walls like containing the sound so my sister's just strapped in there and like while she's banging on the door she hears this baby crying and my sister like you know she automatically gets scared and she's like let me out I'm gonna get Barakoro let me out I'm let me out I'm gonna get barricaro. so she like you know she's crying she's crying and she's crying, she's crying and then the Sound of the baby gets louder and there's this mother singing to it. And my sister, like, you know, she's being harder, and eventually like the the sound of the crying is getting harder. The, the sound of the singing is getting harder. And my sister's frightened, and you know, like it's like the at this point it's like an obnoxious baby crying, and the scary shit is that it was like you know, eight, nine o'clock at night, and you know like normally like this is when like, like things start to die down by like 10 o'clock and well the place where we're from at least and like loud like the crying got louder and louder and louder and then by some miracle of god like my sister she opened the door and like she went crying to my mom. She's like, why'd you lock me in? Why'd you lock me in? I was scared. I'm a boy by Silam. I was scared. Like, what are you doing? What's wrong with you and all that? And then my mom was like, nobody came to go check on you. Nobody was there. What are you talking about? And then, my sister took my mom and my uncle went to go check the lock. And the lock was, there nobody touched the lock and there was no like nobody went there nobody had the key um on them my dad was out my dad had the key apparently and yeah so my sister asked about the crying apparently there was no baby that lives upstairs because there's only one way for that like for her to hear crying which is upstairs and there was no child like that lived upstairs fuck my foot fell asleep but yeah there was no child that lives upstairs so to this day like my sister my sister still is frightened and scared like to tell that story and this is like the one of many paranormal encounters I've had I think I'm gonna split this up into two parts because I don't want like the podcast to exceed 20 minutes so if you enjoyed thanks for listening and I hope you uh, enjoyed listening to this. And if you don't believe this, like, I'm just saying, like, this is, can't be real. Like, if you believe in jinns, you'll get what I'm talking about. If you don't believe in jinns, like, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Jinns are real. Like, I, I will debate this with anybody. Jinns are completely 100% real. If you don't believe in them, there's something wrong with you. But if you guys enjoyed, there's more where that came from. And there's more stories and I can't wait to share with you guys. Hopefully... I get somebody else to share their stories with me. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed and I'll see you guys next time.